It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast, absolute special here, morning edition, just a couple of hours to go to kick off by the time you're listening to this, and who knows, maybe you're listening to it afterwards, hopefully you'll still find that there's plenty of good content in here, we're not going to go into massive detail on analysis of the uh, game, but a little bit of that, and a little bit of just kind of give you a little bit of a taste of a pre-game big day at the sports ground. I'm Rob Murphy, this is William Davis. Good morning Rob, early start. Absolutely, super early. You have. I'm looking at your agenda here. You had us in Galway at six fifteen a.m. No, you didn't. It was nine fifteen. But it felt like six fifteen. <laughs> yeah, that went wrong almost immediately. Oh yeah, I was late. Oh yeah, there was that. Alan Deegan, you were also late, but I, no. I put the, I put the. I'm sorry, I'm late in before you did. So now it's all on me. No, I got there before you, so I wasn't late. <laughs> and Alan's uh, son, Danny Deegan's here as well. Good morning. First time I've introduced you as his son. I yeah, think people got that though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they were way ahead. Welcome along. If anyone's seen it, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you know, you can't, uh, can't well, deny me. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Although he's getting the same colour hair as me, just slowly but surely. <laughs> so. There's no need to bring that up, is there? No, not when there's nearly 15 years in the difference, but anyway. <laughs> Moving swiftly along, uh, yeah, we have to get into this game. Are you looking forward to this? I am, yeah. Perfect weather. Beautiful pitch is looking awesome. It's going to be absolutely sod all wind. And sun shining, it's going to be a great day for two teams who like to throw the ball around. Absolutely. William? Yeah, it looks magnificent here. There's, uh, there's a lot of extra people around. Uh, I th- told the BT Sport have a team of 17 here to uh, do the television coverage. So they're all uh, in position getting around. People are wandering around. People are trying to wandering around looking as if they're actually trying to do something but well, I'm, look, they're, they're marking the pitch ah well yep there is somebody working it's just it has that feel everything will suddenly spring to life in about 20-25 minutes the gates are open at 11 o'clock uh, which is very early and um, it just has that feel of something totally different yeah exactly alright Gloucester look good are they good well, I'll take that. I'll take that. Just to give a little bit of background on Gloucester, when you look at it, in the last, you know, in the Viva Premiership, they haven't been doing too well. They've been in the last four seasons. They have finished. Uh, where am I? I'll find it now. No, no, no. Oh, we should have some sort of like little hold music. Does anyone have little? Come in on that. Yeah. I don't think what they did the last four seasons is really relevant. No, no, it's, no, it's just to give a little thing. In the last four seasons in the Premiership, they finished ninth, ninth, eighth, and ninth. But in the Challenge Cup. They've won it. They've been beaten quarter-finalists, beaten finalists, and beaten quarter-finalists. So, in the same, so when they haven't been going well in the, in the Premiership, they have done very well in the Challenge Cup. And they're going better in the Premiership now. And they're going a lot better in the Premiership now with their new coach, Johan Ackerman, who's come in and, you know, a, a championship win. Oh, he brought the Lions to two Super Rugby finals. He was South African coach of the year three years in a row. This guy knows his stuff and has them playing some cracking rugby uh, with a team with quite a few Kiwis in it. Yeah, and his son, Ruin Ackerman, is on the bench as well, 22 years of age. Going through Alan Stats here, Charples is in there, Tom Marshall as well. They've got the finishers in that back three with Jason Woodward as well. I just think that we need to be alert to the fact that they're the kind of team... They remind me of Exeter a few years ago when we played Exeter in their emerging kind of stage where they'll just have that firepower, especially offset piece. Yeah, they... Uh, to talk about how they've been playing, they've, their season has been based around home wins. Mm. They've struggled away, and in the last few weeks, they've been a bit sloppy. They lost at home to Newcastle by a point. They drew with Wasps at home, and they lost away to Worcester, which is, considering where they are in the table and where Worcester are, was probably a little bit of a surprise. Mm. So, I'm not sure that they're completely bubbling, but they take this competition very seriously. Yeah. And it's an opportunity for them 
they win this today they get a home semi-final they'll be playing Newcastle whereas we don't just gives people confused we don't we'll be going away to Newcastle but because of the seeding system I think that's the strongest team they can get on the pitch Ben Morgan is back hasn't played since February would have been part of England Six Nations uh, team maybe better off to be away from that in truth Uh, but he is a ball carrier and Owen Watkins at out half Jones. Uh, Owen Williams. Williams, there you go. See, there's only a yad in a Davis and you've got all the names in Wales covered. Uh, I can say that. Uh, but he's come in probably to be a bit more uh, pragmatic, I think, maybe than uh, what they have been doing because they, they were... They were okay last uh, weekend. They beat London Irish, but they were 17 nil down. They made a very bad start, so... I think they've put a lot of eggs in their basket for this game, and so have Connacht. Connacht have had some great days in this competition, Danny. Uh, I remember beating Bourguin and then having Toulon in the semi-final. That was a, that was a huge day where they were just pipped. Obviously, you go way back. I, I'm sure you can have some memories of uh, the days when they played Harlequins and Sale. You were just a little kid then. Yeah, I was a little kid, but I was pretty sure I was doing ball boy for Ooh. one or two of those. You know, I, I see your little kid now raise you having a role in the day, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember like, sitting on the side and these, these days there's, there's always a bit of a buzz mm. and you can even feel it now like there is some there's just like you can feel it like it's going to be it's going to be good um, and one thing I, I, I always hear about uh, pundits kind of talking you know saying it's like oh they're putting the right eggs in all, all in one basket and they're, they're focusing on this comp- kind of competition I don't know as a player I kind of look at it you play your heart out constantly you don't really look at the competition you look at right if we do this, we go to a final. Everyone wants to win cups. Mm. I don't care where you're playing, if you're playing junior, senior, being paid, you want to win a cup. It's all because, what is it, uh, cup is glory. Isn't mm. that, 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 that's the old saying. Everyone wants to win every game, especially when it comes to European Challenge Cup because you're on the main stage. Mm. You know, whatever about your league, because everyone seems to have problems with the league. The, the, uh, the lads in England don't rate the Pro 14 or anything. They'd never have. But then... You know, you look at the the Champions Cup or the Challenge Cup. How many English te- how many English teams are in the Champions Cup? You know, yeah. you got one. So it's you kind of look at that. This this is like the main stage. Everyone's watching this these games. Yeah, you and know? that's why BT Sports have their big team over here. Uh, see, we see Pat Lamb. Uh, we see uh, Brian O'Driscoll there. I was just wondering when's when's the last time Brian O'Driscoll was in the sports ground? Probably not that long ago, doing a bit of TV work, but never really played here, did we? Did he? I don't know if he's ever he been did. here for TV. I don't know if he's ever been here for TV. He certainly played a couple yeah, of times here. Remember one game where he stayed out in the field signing autographs because he said he didn't want to go inside <laughs> to get the uh, bollocking that was coming. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's perfect day. Hopefully, it's going to be a perfect game with a perfect result for Connacht. Absolutely, uh, it's a tough one. They're going to have to play as well. They're going to have to play the best game they played any time this season, and they're going to have to do it for eighty minutes. And looking from last week, I think they can do that. If Jack can cake anything that he was doing last week and keep it going this week I, I don't see a, an issue with us winning this game really he was playing superb okay yeah just goalpost didn't get painted he most certainly didn't they're saving that for John Muldoon's last game against <laughs> Leinster because Alan's going to come here and do it immediately before the game I think I think if the posts are painted twice during John Muldoon's career I think that's the least we could ask for okay we'll talk to you afterwards <laughs> 